help of Hashem, we are learning about Vakama Daf Samachtes. We left off on Daf Samachtes, on the four lines from the top of the Amid by the two dots. Gufa, we learned before. Amar Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan says, Gazal Veloi Nisyoashu Habaolim, that if someone is a robber, really it can also refer to a thief, and now is holding on to someone else's possession. Not the original owner, nor the current Ganef or Gazlin are able to halachically, to legally declare this article property of the temple. The Ganef or the Gazlin, it does not belong to him. Now, by the way, this does take us into the previous sugyas in where we learned that many hold that if the owners are miyayesh, then the Ganef will own it. Okay, so then he could be Magdashit. Let's not also forget, we learned that even if he owns it, nevertheless offering it as a carbon cannot, cannot be done. Special Pasuk for that. But if there's no Yiyush, then the, gan, then the Gazlan cannot be Magdashit because it doesn't belong to him. However, says Rabbi Yechinon, that even the owner who still is halachically the one who owns this article, the Balabas, cannot be Magdashit, because it is not in his possession. That was the statement that we learned on Daf Samaches on the base. And now the Gemara is going to challenge Umi Omar Rabbi Yechinon Hachi. How can Rabbi Yechinon have said that? Then Omar Rabbi Yechinon. Rabbi Yechinon had said, Halachik is Mishnah. That whenever Rabbi in the Mishnayis writes a din, writes a Mishnah, without writing the name of its author, the reason why Rabbi did it is because he's trying to tell us that the Halacha is like that Halacha. Since it's a Stam, Halacha is like that. Fitran, and we learned, I'm quoting a Mishnah, Maisa Shani, we had this in the last year. Kerem Revoi in Eretz Yisrael, when not only do we have to keep Arlo, as we have to keep Beim Ba'aretz, Beim Mechutz La'aretz, but after the third year is over, if, for example, we're speaking about a vineyard, really the dinim go to all the fruits. The, the, uh, the, there is produce that grows on the tree on the fourth year, that is no longer Asur Bahana. But the owners cannot eat it where, the, where it is. They have to take it and eat it in Yerushalayim. Or, as we mentioned, mamish like Maiser Shani, they are allowed to redeem the Kedusha of Netarivoy on money. Then the produce becomes completely permissible, but the money has to be taken and used in Yerushalayim for food or drink. Now, what did they do? The owners, they used to mark their vineyards with clods of earth, and now the Gemara interrupts the Mishnah explaining why did they use clods of earth. In other words, they used to surround that vineyard with clods of earth. Why dafka clods of earth? Says the Gemara. Ah, Simana, it should be as a sign, ki adama, that the produce of the field, here we're speaking about grapes, is like the earth. Ma adama ikerano just like earth is something from which you could benefit, but you have to work before you benefit. You know, you have to plow. You have to plant, you have to harvest. Afhai, the produce of this field during that year when it's Kerem Revoi is Nami, Kimefarko, when a person is going to redeem it, when you'll make an effort, Shari Li is 
you will be allowed to derive benefit from it. End of the Gemara's interruption back in the Mishnah. When Shel Arla, if a person had a field that was an Arla field, they used to make a simon for people to know that it's Arla by putting charses, by putting chards of clay, broken pieces of, of, of powder around the field. And why was that used as a simon? Again, interrupts the Gemara. Simona kecharses, for people to know that this field is like shards of clay. Macharses she'ein hanomino. You can't plant in shards of clay. Nothing will grow. Afhai, this field now, delays bay hano, meaning no one can derive benefit from it because it's arwa. Asa barchila and asa barna. Continues the mishnah. The shell kvarais. When a person had an area that was used to bury, it was a base akvaris, so they used to surround that entire area besid with lime. And simana, and the, the, again the Gemara interrupts, what's lime? The chivar ka'atzamis, it's white like bones. Lime on the ground is very white. So it's a zechra, there's bones here. And not only that, the Mishnah adds, you dissolve the lime in water. And you poured a lot of it around the field because when you mix it with water and you really spread it out, I'm sorry, around the grave. And I think they put it around the entire base aquatus, just like the entire vineyard, the entire arla yard. So it should become very bone, very white. Okay. Back in the Mishnah. Now, is referring to the first case of the Mishnah. He's referring to a field. That is, Kerem Rivoi. When did the Tanakama say that you should make a simon, whatever the simon was, for people not to take from it, or they should at least know it's Kerem Rivoi? That's only Bishvi is on the seventh year. So it happened to be Rivoi on the seventh year. What's the seventh year? The Hefkeninu. Since everyone is allowed to take produce from everyone else's fields, so the owner had an Achrayis. People are allowed to take the, the grapes. Not everyone knows that it's Revoi. So he needed to tell everyone that it's Kerem Revoi. You can take it, but you have to redeem it. Or take it to Yerushalayim yourselves. But during the other years of Shemitah, look at the words of Rashbag. Stuff the Rasha with Isur and let him die. In other words, if it's not during the Shemitah year, the owner knows it's Kerem Revoi. Who is it that doesn't know? Someone else. Someone else doesn't have permission to take it. Elama, you're concerned that a Ganif not only will do the Aved of stealing, he's also going to eat Revoi. He's a Ganif. Let him stuff himself with this Yisr and die. Wow. What an expression. Now, continues the Mishnah. Now, what's not clear yet is whether the following statement, which, by the way, we quoted in the, la- in the last year, is a continuation of Rav Shemem ben Gamliel. But right now in the Havamina, this is back to the Tanakhama, back to the Stam Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, however, but the people that were modest, the people that, you know, went beyond the letter of the law, at the end of the day, they would take a bundle of money, and the owners would declare, whatever was picked from this field, in other words, picked by Ganovim, picked by people, Mechulal al Hamois halalu is redeemed on this money. That's what we learned yesterday. Even though that's going to be the whole kashi, even though the owners then are not in possession of the grapes. 
So it's not dirishusam. This Tana holds that they are able to redeem it. And as we'll see right away, the Gemara is putting together, equating the power of redeeming it, the power of being magdashit. If you can do one, you can do the other. That this person did a, a, you know, a mitzvah beyond the letter of the law. Because who is he trying to protect? As Toysus importantly points out in Toysus, that the Hatsinoyim is not speaking about the case of, uh, of Shemitah. Why is that? Because during Shemitah year, what's the status of the produce? Hefker. If someone took it, who does it belong to? The one who got it. Him now making a declaration that all of the grapes that were picked today are redeemed on the money means zero. You know, the Tsunoyim, you know, we, Baruch Hashem, we are, we meaning Chabad, Mubavich, we have the schuz to have this mindset that, yeah, we don't say, no, the person is a ganav, which is a terrible thing, but if I have the power to prevent that person from also violating eating Ravai outside Yerushalayim, let me do it. So since it's not Shemitah year, so the produce really belongs to the owners. Now, Aganov took it, it's not Bereshusam, but they have the power to redeem it. In other words, they didn't even rely by putting the, the simon around the field, because they were afraid Aganov still might have taken it. So he went ahead, the Tznuyim prevented them from being sinners. This is Mamish, like the current saga in Tav Shanaim that Shittas Rabbeinu was that if you feel that the Eruf is not up to the higher standards, so don't make an Eruf. Don't make an Eruf and publicize it. But make an Eruf and don't tell anyone. Because whatever, in other words, the problem of, of publicizing something is, is that you are participating in someone else's lowering of standards. We don't want to do that. But if that person is going to carry anyway, he doesn't even know there's an Eruf. So we don't say, so if he's being Mechal Shabbos, why do I care to help him? No. Do what you could to make sure that his sin will be a lesser sin. Okay, so the kids said that's the question. The question is that since this is a Stam Mishnah, and this Mishnah is allowing the owner of the grapes, even when the grapes is not in Bidishusai, to, to redeem it, so then Luchora again redeeming it and being Magdashit should run on the same track. And this is a Stam Mishnah, and Abi Yechanan Paskin is like a Stam Mishnah. And Vechitim, and if you're going to answer Man Tanat Tsunuyim, that who continued saying the Tsunuyim, right? They used to put money and redeem it. That's part of Rajbag. And let's skip the parentheses, even though we're going to get this at the end on top of Daf Ayin. So, Vahomar Rabba Barbar Khanam Rabbi Yechanan, Zozain Abshimam Ben Gamliel. Now, we learned this statement many times together. That Rajbag, that Rabbi Yechanan said, it was said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, the first white line, that call Mokim Shoshana Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel Wherever the Shita of Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel is written in a Mishnah, now parenthetically, we spoke this out sometime, I don't know if it was in Subis or in Gitin, Dafka in a Mishnah. This doesn't necessarily mean that if Rajbag Shita is quoted in a Braisa, Rabbi Yechanan holds the Halacha is always like him. But this is a Mishnah. The halacha is like him. Halacha kemaisai. Chutz from the famous three cases. From Arev, from Tzidon, and Rayach Reina. So quickly, this, we keep on reviewing this. Arev is a din that we have in Mesechtos Baba Basra, Mamash at the end. The question is, when a person is a guarantor for a certain monetary obligation, can the principal go directly to the Arev or not? And Abshem Megam limits the power 
of the person to whom money is owned to go directly to the Arev. And by the way, that's Takabayas, how we interpret Arev versus Kablan. An Arev is, you cannot go to the Arev right away. An Arev means that if you lent me money, and I owe you the money, and that person is my guarantor, you come to me first. Only if I don't pay, then you, you go to the Arev. The meaning of a Kablan is not that you can go di- directly to the Kablan. But anyways, Rabshim and Gamliel limits the right to go directly to the Arif. Tzidon, remember that case, a guy gives a get, we learn this in Gitten. A, a man gives a get to his wife, Almanaz, that she gives him back his coat. And she lost that coat. So the Tanakama says, and there's no get. Rabshim and Gamliel is lenient. He says he didn't mean the coat, he meant the value of the coat. And if she gives him the value of the coat, she will be Migoreshes. Raya Achreina is we have in the beginning of Sanhedrin a Mishnah that has in it two arguments between Ashbag and the Tanakama. They are both about the same topic. That if Beis Din has a case and they come to a conclusion and they give up Sak Din and after they pass in the Din, one of the litigants says, Ooh, I found a new proof that I didn't have. So there's questions whether you can reopen the case or not. Now Rav Shem opines in both cases. In both cases, he says it's never too late. And in the second, in the second machlekes, regarding new rayas, pataraya achreina, that is where we don't paskan like Rav Shemim ben Gamliel, who says in both cases that you can always reopen the case. Anyways, since Rabbi Yechiron said that the is like Rashbag whenever his opinion is mentioned in the Mishnah, this is not one of the three exceptions, so we should have paskan like Rashbag. So again, you have the kasha. If the owner of the kerem can be poida, those grapes, even though it's not Shusai, a person should have the power to be magdish something, even though it's not in your shoes. So Amri, they answered because of this question, that you have to amend the words in the Mishnah, whether it's the Stam Mishnah, whether it's Rashbag, that Leitema, don't say that the Tsunuyim used to take money at the end of the day, and make a declaration, whatever was picked, if they are doing it at the end of the day, they're doing it after the grapes are not the statement was made every morning, not at night, that the owner in the morning would say, whatever will be picked today, right away, again, he's helping, not helping the gun of steel. The Ganef is going to steal, sadly, if we can't stop him from stealing, let us at least limit the amount of Avedas the Ganef is doing. So he made that statement when the, when the grapes were still in his possession. So that's Bechlal, not a question against, against Rabbi Echanon. Again, on the Shemitah, like Teisvah says, there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. I mean, you made a simon. You would make a simon around the field, which is... Let, uh, the pers- it's like a hefkid, but what would they put? They would put the adama. They would see a certain uh, type of earth around the field. They would know. Now, if a person did not look, he missed it. Then, sadly, he ate the kerem But the owner cannot do anything more than that. And by the way, no, Abba, you're saying good that now that we change the version that he's making the declaration in the morning, you can even be on the shemitah here, because it's no, can't be on the shemitah here because it's hefkid. Bottom line is that he doesn't own it. And when the person took it, it belongs to the other person. 
Now, Frek the Gemara still omi Amar Rabbi Yechanan Hachi. Amar Rabbi Yechanan Tznuyin veRabdoisra Amru Davarecha. Rabbi Yechanan said that the Tznuyin and Rabdoisra say the same opinion. And veRabdoisra Nilkat Kamar. Rabdoisra is the one that is speaking about a similar case. It's not the same case. He's not speaking about Kerem Revoi, as we'll see in a moment. Rabdoisra is speaking about the Din of Leket. The Din of Leket is is that when you own land and you are harvesting grains. Let's say wheat. If two stalks fell as you're gathering it, one or two, they are hefkid and they belong to the poor. However, if three stalks fell or more, they belong to the owner. Now, not all Aniyim, like Rashi says, knew that din. So when they're going to gather all the fallen produce in the field, really, if there are three shibalim together, then I'll have to take it. But they don't, they don't necessarily know it. So here they're not outright ganavim. Here they're ignorant. And they might end up taking it. And here also there's a concern of the Balabas. He doesn't want the Ani to be over on Geneva. So it says in the Mishnah, it says in Abraisa, the Tanya, Rabbi Yehuda says, Shachris Balabais Oymid Vaimid. That in the morning, before the day begins, the owner should make a declaration, Kol whatever they will end up harvesting today, and if they take something that really is not hefker, I'm making it hefker. Yeah, hey, hefker. says they don't make the statement in the morning. They make the statement in the, at night. That towards the evening, the Balabas says, Kol shalak to whatever they already picked, yeah, hey, hefker. Then hefker, pidyan, hegvish, it's all the same thing. And Abdoisa is saying that the Balabas has the power to make it at the end of the day. And Rabbi Yechiren was the one that said that Rabdoisa and the Tsunuyim are saying the same opinion. So answers the Gemara, it must be Eipech. So not only did we now amend the statement of the Tsunuyim, that they said it in the morning, now we're saying that in Matna Saniyim, by Leket, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabdoisa, each one said the opposite of what's written. That Eipech the Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabdoisa, the Rabdoisa, the Rabbi Yehuda. So again, Rabdoisa is the one that said, the, the Balabas says it in the morning. Now everything works. By, by Leket you say it in the morning. When it comes to Kerem Revoi you say it in the morning. You only say it when it's still bit of Shusai. Rabbi Yechman Paskin's like that. But so what? It has nothing to do with Rabbi Yechman's other statement that if it's not bit of Shusai, you can't be Magdashit. Now, Frank, the Gemara, am I of Chas Why are you changing around a Girsa in a Braisom? If you have to amend, it's much better to amend an Amaira than to amend a Tana. Why don't you say, Then also you would resolve it. Rabbi Yehuda was the one that says, it said in the morning, we were forced to say that the Tznuyim, according to Rabbi Yechren, also says that the owner makes a declaration when it's still Bereshusai, everything would work. Now, none of this is ideal. But why are you turning around the Braisa? Maybe turn around Rabbi Yechanan. Amri, second to last line in the Amid. No. That That you don't have an option. You are anyways forced to turn around the opinions of Rabbi Yehuda and Abdoisi. Why? The Bahamas Nisan Ktani. Because in this Mishnah, the way it is written, without you amending it, it's going to come out the Israel of Rabbi Yehuda Bereira. That Rabbi Yehuda holds of Bereira. What does Bereira mean? Bereira means that there is a retroactive clarification that we allow to happen. And let's use this case as an example. 
Rabbi Yehuda in our version is the one that says, the, the Balabas says at the night, at night, that Kol, I'm sorry, he says in the morning, that in our version, before we turn it around, that whatever Anani is going to pick today should be Hefker. Let's make something very clear. The Balabas does not want to be Mafker all of his produce. He doesn't want to do that. All he wants to do is he wants to prevent the poor person from his ignorance not to be Yoyver on Geneva. When he makes that, that declaration, do we know on which bundle of stalks did it go on? No. He's saying, whatever the Ani will pick today should become Hefker. Now, we have to hold of greater for that declaration to work. What does Hefker? Hefker means, I have a power to say this is ownerless. Okay, we all hold of that. Whether you have to make the declaration in front of a group, whatever the details are, there's a power to be mafkid. But here, he's not being mafkid. He's saying that something is going to happen later, which is the Ani today is going to come and pick it. And the Ani is going to choose which ones he will or will not pick. And if you are allowed to make this declaration in the morning, it means that you hold that when the Ani will pick and leave, retroactively, if he picked that bundle of three, my statement is going to work for that. Because when the Ani picks it, I'm not saying Hefker. I'm saying Hefker before. So the only reason why this will work if the declaration is made in the morning is because you hold that we allow for retroactive clarification to work. So when the Ani picks those three together, now it became clear that that is exactly what I was mafker. The problem is, says the Gemarim, that Ushma'in and Layla Rabbi Yehuda Ba'alma we know from other dinim that Rabbi Yehuda is the Tana, the lay slave Reda that doesn't hold of Reda. The Tana, really, you know, we learned this so many times together. First of all, it's not a Mishnah, but it is a Mishnah. Because Shitas Rav Meir, which is the first Shita, is a Mishnah. But really, the other Tanoim, the three Tanoim that argue with Rav Meir, their opinion is quoted in Abraisa. Which is why many people amend, instead of the Tanan, the Tanya. We learned in Abraisa, turning to Daf Samach Tesamet Beis, Halekeyach Yayin Nibain Hakutim. Let us give three words of introduction to understand properly this Mishnah in Abraisa. Number one, Skut Chazarim. There was a group of people that are called the Kutim. They were really the Gavainim. I'm sorry, they were the Kutim, were the ones that Sanchev moved into Israel after he exiled the ten tribes. Now, when they moved there originally, they were Goyim. After something unusual happened to them, that lions began to go into their cities and eat up people, they converted. So there is a machlekes we have throughout Shas and Tanoim. Whether their conversion is called Geirei Arroyos, which means they only converted for them not to get eaten by lions. It was never sincere, it's not a conversion. Other Tanoim hold Geirei Emes. Meaning, even though what began their motivation was fear, but when they actually converted, they did it L'Shem Shemaim. They were Taka Mechabal the Mitzvahs. This Tana holds that they are Gede Emes. Intro number one. Intro number two. Even though they made a real conversion, unfortunately, they did not properly keep the Mitzvahs. Or, as we're going to learn in Chulin, even during the era that they kept all of the mitzvahs, they became a little bit like the tzedukim, that there were certain psukim in the Torah that they translated literally, they did not accept what it really means, the Torah Shabal Peh, Hashem's interpretation. One of those psukim was lifnei iver loisit and mechshom. They understood that pasuk only literally, don't place a stumbling block in front of the blind. However, what's the real meaning of the pasuk? It doesn't only mean not to place a block in front of the blind. It means I cannot do something that will facilitate your sinning. 
because you're blind and if I'm not telling you that this is something prohibited, it's on me that you're doing it. So for example, they would eat kosher food, they would shecht, they would shecht for themselves, but if they would shecht me to sell, they didn't care to shecht it well. Because they didn't, they didn't say that there's an Aveda with that. Likewise over here, when they grow produce, if they were gerei arroyos, so then it's like goyim who are growing produce in Israel, there's, there's, there's a whole discussion whether there's a chiv of trumos or maestris or not, and we're going to go with the shita not. But since they were gerei emes, so the produce that grew in their fields is mechoyiv to have it tithed. When they would sell it to Yidin, even if they would tithe it for themselves, they would not sell it tithed. So that's, that's, that's one inch, another introduction. The Chachamim later prohibited wine from Kutim. Just like we're not allowed to buy Yain Stam, they said when they realized that they went back to serving Avedizara, they asked wine from Kutim. It must be that this Mishnah is speaking about the times before the Chachamim asked wine from Kutim. So you were allowed to buy wine from Kutim, but you needed to understand that the wine was not tithed. And final introduction. Midoy Raisa, separating Trumas Umaisris on produce on Shabbos is not awesome. Even though you're fixing the produce, you're being tikkun, you're being masakin mana, being that it's a non-discernible tikkun, because the fruits themselves physically did not change, Midoy Raisa, you are allowed to separate Trumas Umaisris on Shabbos, but the Chachamim Asad, you're doing so because halachically you were not allowed to eat it or drink it. And if you separate Trumus from Isris on Shabbos, now you are allowed to eat it. So you're fixing it. And you're making Azamaka Bapatish, Midrabanan, and you're not allowed to do it. Now let's go into the Mishnah and the Braisa. If a person buys wine from the Kutim, and importantly, look inside the top Rashi, and you bought this, Be'erev Shabbos Bein Hashmashes. And by the way, we're going to have a Shitas Toisvis, that the solution that we are affording here is dafke bein hashmashes because we're going to give a solution in which you don't have to physically separate trumas from isris. you only have to make certain verbal declarations that might be good enough now one second why is a verbal declaration not a rabbinic violation of tikkun mana? so there's a machlekes rishonim let's go with the shita that even a verbal declaration is also asan midrabanan on shabbos proper but if it's only Ben Hashmashes, even though we are Mahmid on Ben Hashmashes, because maybe it is Shabbos, but there are many leniencies on Ben Hashmashes. You know, the whole, the, the old dinam of Amir Allah Akum. Amir Allah Akum, which is especially according to the Al Tadeb, is something that is taken more seriously, because we view the Goy as a Shliach, even though there's no Shlichus by Goyim, Luchumra there is, but Ben Hashmashes, I can outright tell a Goy what to do. So we're going to learn all this as Ben Hashmashes. So since I'm not doing it physically, I'm allowed to verbally rectify the barrel of wine. How do I do that? I say, Two, let's say the barrel has a hundred lugim of wine. How much is truma? Any amount is good enough. They gave the four, the three shiurim. For a generous, for an average, for the stingy. The average should give two percent. So he says two lugim that I will separate the truma. Now you have how many lugim left? 98 lugim. My sedition is really 10% from the 98. Not 10% from the 100. So when the Mishnah says, Asara, my sedition, it doesn't mean exactly Asara. That's another thing that we learned together. That the Mishnah is normally round off numbers. 
I think we spoke this out already in Yovanus. So he says that 10, meaning 9.8, should be my sedition. Then after my sedition, during four of the years of the seven-year cycle, year number one, year number two, year number four, year number five, after my sedition you separate my sedition. Now, how much do you have to separate? Again, he's just averaging it off nine. Really, it's less than nine. Because you already took off two, and you already took off 9.8. So you have eight point something. But anyways, nine is my sedition. And here another important din we only get away by making verbal declarations is because we're not allowed to do it physically so you do the most you could but you have to do the most you could now truma and my sedition physically you're not allowed to separate because again separating it my sedition can be redeemed on money also only through a verbal declaration so do that also whatever you could do, do and then umechel, you make a declaration, which is always good just verbally, that the amount of my sesheni wine in, the, in this large barrel should be redeemed on money that's in my drawer. And now there's bechlal no more my sesheni here, because it was redeemed on money. And the and you can drink it on Shabbos, now how does this work? The question is, first of all, even according to Rav Meir, obviously you cannot drink the whole barrel. Because you have to still physically take off the Trumas or Maestras. But as long as you drink and you leave enough to have the two and the nine and, and, the, and the eight, then you're good. But still the question is, how can you drink the wine? Why don't we say that the barrel is a mixture between Chulen and Truma? So the answer is, Breda. Since later I'm going to separate it, and when I separate it, we allow the concept of retroactive clarification. So retroactively, it's going to become clear that the wine that I drank for Kiddush on Shabbos was pure chulin, and it's permitted. And now in the Brayso, we have the three Tanoim, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yosi, and Rabbi Shimon Oisrim. And we understand now that why do they aser? Because they do not hold the Breda. Really, when we learned this one of the last times, we saw another option that we'll speak out later. But now the understanding is that Rabbi Huda doesn't hold a Breda. So therefore, the Gemara is saying, Gavaldik, anyways we have to be Mahapich de Braisa, Rabbi Yehuda is not the one that says that Shachris Balabayis Oymed. Because that can only be said if you hold a Breda. So anyways we have to change him in Abdoisa. So now we're back to the answer, everything is good. So Rabdaisa was the one that, that, that says that the, the, the declaration is made, Shachris. So when Abyechanan says, it's all, they make the declaration, Shachris. Meaning they make the declaration when it's still Bereshusai. So you can't contradict Rabyechanan when it's not Bereshusai. Rabyechanan says you can't be Magdashit. And again, we're learning that Hegdish and Hefker all runs on the same track. I'm saying this again and again because the artist showing them that hold that maybe selling is different. There's less of a change by selling. When I have an article that belongs to an hediot and I sell it to you as an hediot, that many Rishonim hold, even Abiyechanan holds, I could do it even when it's not a Maidashos. Because by Hefker, I'm making a much bigger change. By Hefker, this article belongs to an owner. What happens when it's Hefker? It belongs to no one. You, you changed it. It's not just, is it mine or yours? Now it belongs to someone, it belongs to no one. When it goes to a common or to Hegdish, the owner is not Hegdish, it's Hegdish. There's a bigger Shinoi. But anyways, we're, we're not speaking about Mechida, we are speaking about being Paida, we're speaking about Mafkir and Magdish, they are all the same.
Still, the Gemara asks somebody, Saif Saif, Amaiko Apchis Leila Masnisin. The reason why you needed to turn around the versions of Rabbi Huda and Abdaisi, Mishum Nikashi, the Rabbi Huda, the Rabbi Huda. But hold on, asks the Gemara Givaldik, Hashdanami, Kashi, the Rabbi Echnan, the Rabbi Echnan. What's the problem with Rechnan and Rechnan? We're still going back with the same concept that Rabbi Echnan, Paskin, Salachik, Istan, Mishnah. Now, if we reverted the versions, Rabdois is the one that says that the, that the declaration is made in the morning. Rabbi Yechanan is going to have to pass him like, like, like this Rabdoisa. Why? Because he says that Rabdoisa and Tsunuyim Amru Dovarechot. Tsunuyim is a Stam Mishnah. Going back to the Stam Mishnah. That's why we didn't read the parentheses on Ahmed Aleph. Because we're not going that Tsunuyim is the words of Rashbag. So, no, it's back to the Mishnah. Oh, so the halacha has to be like that. And now we talk, explain that Rabdoisa is the one that holds a Breda. Rabbi Yehud is the one that doesn't hold a Breda. But Rabdoisa, that says Shachris Balabai Soimen holds a Breda. We know Rabbi Yechanan doesn't hold a Breda. This is fantastic. The Amrat le Rabbi Yechanan, that like Tema Kolham Nilkat, whatever was picked, Ela Emo Kolham Islakate, that this can be said in the morning, and that's going to be the sheet of the Tznuyim. One second. And halachik is tamishneh alma isleil lebreira. So Rabbi Yechonon should have passed in like breira, but for Rabbi Yechonon leisleil lebreira. How do we know Rabbi Yechonon does not hold the breira? The Amar Abasi, Amar Rabbi Yechonon, ha'achin shalcholku. When brothers inherit a estate from their parent, from their father, now there is the time where that estate is communal property. Then the brothers divide it. If you would understand, if you accept the laws of Breda, what would we say? That whichever portion a brother got, that was his from the outset. It retroactively clarified that this is what he got from his father. If we would look at it that way, then we would never look at them as buyers. But Rabbi Yechanan says the opposite. That when the father passed away, everyone inherits a part of everything. When they go ahead and divide it, they are viewed as buyers one from the other. And, this, and therefore, by Yoivul, everything goes back to the original owners. Now there's, again, we spoke this out, there's a machlek, does it mean that every Yoivul, they get to re-decide the division? Even if you're going to hold that they don't get to re-decide the division, but there is this moment where everything goes back to being communal property, and then it again, each one goes to each respective brother. Rabbi Yechonon is the one that says, is Rabbi does not hold a Breda, so how can he not hold a Breda if Rabdoisa, if the Tsunuyim do hold a Breda? So going back, Ella, because of this question, we're going back and saying that, that the Tsunuyim made the statement at the end of the day, even when it was not Bereshusai. And the Tsunuyim take a hold that a person could redeem produce even if it's not in their possession. So now we're back to the original question that we started today. If the Tznoim hold that you can be, you can be poida, something that's not in your Rishos, and Rabbi Yechonon paskind, halachik is tamishna, why didn't he paskind like this tamishna? Why did Rabbi Yechonon say that a gazlin that steals something, no one can be magdashit, the owner cannot do it because it's not Rishosai? Answers the Gemara of Rabbi Yechonon, stamachina ashkach. There's another stamishna. And you know which the Mishnah is the Stam Mishnah? Our Mishnah. What was our Mishnah here? That the Tanan ain't hagoinif achadaganif mishalam tashlumi keifel. That he doesn't pay keifel. Now why would he not pay keifel? 
Yes, it makes sense that he shouldn't have to pay careful to the first Ganev because the Pasuk that teaches us Din Kefal begins by speaking about a Ganev that steals the article from the house of its owner so we can say Kefal is not if you stole it from a Ganev but the question is this is such a good question we never thought about it before if you hold that if something that is even physically not Bereshusai is still halachically considered in the Rishus of the owner, like the Tznuyim, which is why you can be Paideit, which is why you can be Mafkarit. So the question is, why don't we view the stolen article halachically, it's in the Rishus of the owner? So when the Ghana of Shani took it, he took it from the owner. Let him have to pay careful to the owner. Is the Haraya Elalaf Shmamine that even though when the Ganav took it, again, the owner didn't have Yush, it still belongs to the owner, but the fact that it's not Virushusai makes him a little bit less of an owner. And when does the trader say that a Ganav has to pay careful when he took something from its full fledged owner? We must say, In other words, the ownership is somewhat impaired. By the fact that it's not in your domain. So since it's impaired, it makes sense for Rabbi Yechanan to pass, and you can't be magdashit. So there's two Stamishnas. Rabbi Yechanan chose the Stamishnan Baba Kama. Now, my chazis, the Asl Basar Ahi Stama, the Avat Ki Ahi Stama did Sunoyim. Okay, you have two Stamishnas, but why did he pass like this one? He says the Gemara, because it made sense. Yishum the Messiah Yalekra. Makes sense, meaning he found a Pasik from which. He understood that this Tam Mishnah should be the halacha. What's the pasuk? Ve'ishki yagdish as beisoy kodesh l'ashem. The example the Torah gives is beisoy. Now don't forget, karka ainon exelas land or a home is always in the rishus of its owner. Ma beisoy b'rishusay. When do you have the power to be magdish something? Only when it is afkol b'rishusay. Period. So now we answer the Rabbi Yechonah. Now the Gemara is going to make three statements regarding Rabbi Yechanan's din, which is Moiridik. Not the din of Zeh Lefisha Eina Shaloi Vezeh Lefisha Eina Bereshusai, but on the other statement we learned today, that Rabbi Yechanan said that Rabdoisa and Rabbi Yechanan Amru Davar Echad. We are still saying that the, that the, that the Braisa of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabdoisa have to be reverted. Rabdoisa is the one that says, No, no, no. We're not reversing anything now. Very good. Rabdois is the one that said, You say it at night. It's important. Why is that? Because now we concluded that Rabbi Yechnen holds that the Tsunuyim say that Nilkat. The statement is made at night. So Rabdois is the one that says the statement is made at night. Rabbi Hud is the one that says, But I, now that's what I want to speak out. But one second, didn't we say that Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold a Vreda? So that's what we learned before, I think it was last time in Gittin, Rabbi Yehuda holds a Vreda, which is why Shachris Balabai is Oymed V'Oymer. I, in the din of Haylekeach Yaim Amein Akutim, Rabbi Yehuda says Oysrim. So we learned that's nothing to do with Vreda, that's for a practical reason. Even according to Rav Meir, like we mentioned, you have to leave the wine, and eventually you have to separate it. And that will go retroactive. Rabbi Yehuda is afraid that the barrel is going to break. And if the is going to break, you won't have wine. It has nothing to do with Breda. Gavaldic. Oh, so let's go back into the Gemara. So says the Gemara statement number one. 
that if not for Rabbi Yechanan equating Tsunui and Abdoi again, Gavaldik, both of them are saying the declaration is made at night and they have the power to do it. If not for Rabbi Yechanan, the Tsunuyim have to hold the din of Rabdoisa. But I would have said that Rabdoisa does not hold the din of the Tsunuyim. Explains the Gemara. Tsunuyim is Rabdoisa. Why? Maybe Rabbi Yechanan holds. That's what we would have said. That ownership, according to everyone, is really impaired. How are we learning until now? That there's a two Stamishnas, that they contradict each other. And Rabbi Yechanan passes like our Stamishna, which is that. If you don't have it in your Rishos, you don't fully own it. But the, the Tsunuyim hold, that doesn't make a difference whether it's in your, in your Rishos or not. You're always the full-fledged owner. And the same thing is with Rabdoisa. Says Abaye, if not to Rabbi Yechlan, I would have understood that even in the din of Rabdoisa, even in the din of the Tsunuyim, ownership is impaired if it's not in your Rishos. And there's a special rabbinic exception that they made not to have a ganav also violate the din of Kerem Revoi. And I would have said that Umar Beganav, if the Chachamim, to prevent people from further sinning, said that even though it's not in your Rishos, here there's an exception. If they made that statement by a ganav, that Umar Beganav of the Rabbanat Akanta, a ganav is someone that purposefully is stealing the Kerem Revoi. Anim, Tzrichalam Eimor, then Takedet Tznoyim will for sure agree that the Chachamim, let's say you, through the instrument of Hefker, Bezgen, Hefker, allowed the Balabas to make a declaration at night, even though it's not in his Rishos, don't forget the Ganef is not purposefully, I mean the, the, the Hefker, the Ani is not purposefully stealing it. He simply is an Amaretz. He doesn't know that if there are three stalks, it's no longer included in the Din of Leket. However, with Abdoisa, that's the point of Abaya, Rabdoisa might have not hold of the Tsunoyim. Because maybe by Aniyim, only the Erhuda of the Rabbanan Takanta, because the Ani took it Bishoigik. Abul Ganov, who's taking it on purpose, Loy of the Rabbanan Takanta. But now that Rabbi Yechanan said that Tsunoyim and Rabdoisi, Omru Davar Echad, he did equate them. Is Araya Abai is acknowledging that Rabbi Yechanan understands Pshat, both of Rabdoisa and the Tsunuyim, that they are of the opinion that if something is not in your Rishos, it has nothing to do with your legal Rishos. That not having something in your possession does not somehow weaken your ownership at all. Which is why you can make a declaration even at night whatever was picked today should become Hefker, whatever the Aniyim took today should become Hefker. And Elamar, Rabbi Yechanan Paskins, like the other Stam Mishnah. But from that statement, Abaya says, now I see Rabbi Yechanan does not learn the way I would have learned Pshat in the Tsunoyim and in Abdoi the, uh, Very, very good point of Yechanan is making. That this statement can only work if, if they still have the fruit. If it's not in the world, if it's not in the world, now the other question is whether you can say Breda. If Breda works for this, even though it's not in the world. No, 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 it's not the same question. We, we, we applied Breda the other way around. That for a Balabas to be allowed to make a statement, Shachris, that whatever the Ani is going to pick should be Hefker, that's Breda. L'chura, once they ate it, it's too late. But the people only pick it and then they eat it later. 
especially by the vineyard. But the vineyard, most people took the grapes to make it into wine. It's even better. So he didn't eat it, but the ganav is going to make it into wine, and he's uh, discreetly not allowing him to be a ganav. Okay, invited. Now, Omar Rav makes a similar statement that he loved Omar Rav Yechanan Tznuyim and Abdaisa Omar Rav Yechanan. If not for Rav Yechanan equating the Tznuyim and Abdaisa, how I mean I would have said Man Tanat Tznuyim. Who is the author of Tznuyim? It's only Rav Meir. Why is that? Again, we're trying to show that maybe all of the Tanoim hold that if something is not in your shoes, your ownership is somehow impaired. I, how did the Tsunuyim go ahead and allow a person to declare something that's not in your Roshos, that it's redeemed, that would work better, I would have thought so, if that will only be Rav Meir. Dama Rav Meir in the first white line, Maiser, Maiser, Maiser Shani and Kerem Ravoi were mamish comparing one to the other. Rav Meir holds Mamein Gavoyahu. Remember that? Mamein Hedyet, Mamein Gavoya. And why, what's the point that it's Mamein Gavoya? Nevertheless, Vafilo Hachel Inyan Pidiyah, when it comes to redeeming Maiser Shani, there's a unique din that if the owner is the one that's going to redeem Maiser Sheni to take it to Yerushalayim, he needs to add a fifth. Now, look at the Chiddush. If you hold Maiser Sheni is Mamun Gavaya, one might have argued if it's God's produce that you have the rights to eat, you're no more a owner than anyone else. But nevertheless, the Torah says, even though it's considered Mamun Gavaya, you are still owner enough that if you are the one that redeems it, you have to add a fifth. If someone else redeems it, they don't have to add a fifth. And that's the chsev, as it says, V'im go oil, Pasek and Pashas Bichu Kaisai, Yigalishmi Maisroi, says the Pasek Chamishisa Yosef Olov. So we see that Kari Rachmana Ma'asroi, it's considered his and he has to add a chaymish. And let's now compare this and equate this to the din of Akadim Levoi, Nami, since there is Exeter Shava, Kaddosh, because it says here in Maiser Sheni, in Kerem Revoi, which is in Parshas Kedoshim, Kodesh Hilulim, it's holy for praises. And it says by Maiser, this is Maiser Sheni, again going back to Apasik and Bichu Kaisai, Vichomatsar Haaretz, Mizer Haaretz, and Priya Eitz, Lashem Hu Kodesh. And we use the Gazeta Shavu to say, Ma Kodesh, Chesiv Gabba Maiser, Afagab the Mom and Gavoyu Huliin Pedia, Oik Menachman and Bereshu say, So likewise, Hai Kodesh by Kerem Revoi, Dixiv Gabba Kerem Revoi, even though Lav Mom and Diday, even though it's not in his property. And maybe Rava says, I would have hold that all of the Tanoim hold that if something is not in your property, it's not fully yours. Nevertheless, as far as redeeming it, as far as deconsecrating it is concerned, by saying the Kedusha of Revoi goes on the money, why? Because even when the Kerem Revoi is in your domain, According to Rav Meir and according to the Gzeda Shava, Nami Halav Didehu, this is not yours. It's considered Mamin Gavaya. And nevertheless, Vahamatsi Mechal, you are still allowed to redeem it. So if there is this unique concept that even if something is not yours, you could redeem it, normal, Kerem Revoi, according to Rav Meir, which is not yours, so may, maybe I would have said, if it's not in your Shusa, you can also redeem it. Mishamachim Mechal. I would have thought, but when it comes to the din of Leket, the din of Rabdoisa, even the Mamayna Didei, the case of Rabdoisa, we didn't amend anything, is that the produce belongs to the Balabas. The Ani took it wrongfully. Maybe, that is what Rav says, that's what I would have said. 
However, again, let's read this out. The however inside the Rashi, six lines from the bottom inside the Rashi, at the end of the line, Avul Hash to the Amar Rabbi Yechiran Sinuim Verabdoisa did say Davar Echad Shma Mina. Now I know that Rabbi Yechiran understood that Tamayu, that the reason of Rabdoisa. And now, and, and, and the reason of the Tsunoyim, which say the same thing, what is Mishum Deloy Boye Bereshusai? They don't hold of our Stam Mishnah here in Baba Kama. Not the way the Rabbi Yechanan Paskins, they hold Ba'afilu Benilsa Da Alma, Kol Kama Deloy Iyash, Yochala Hafkir Lahagdashulachalel. Note that Ashi doesn't say Moicher like we just spoke out. Maybe Mechira can be done regardless. Because that's the point of Rabbi Echanan, that they actually hold that you don't need something to be Bereshusai for you to be able to be Magdashid, for you to be able to be Mafkarid, for you to be able to be Mechalit. You can do it even though it's not Bereshusai. And the final statement, Amar Avinam, also regarding this Amar Rabbi Echanan, that Tsunuyim and Abdai Sa'amru Dabar Echad, that he loved Amar Rabbi Echanan, Tsunuyim and Abdai Sa'amru Dabar Echad, Hava Mina, I would have said, you know who is the Tsunuyim? It is Rabdoisa. He himself, the same one that said that the Balabas makes a declaration at night. All of the Aniyim that picked the Shibalim because of their ignorance and they thought it's Matnas Aniyim, but it's not. It's Hefker. He is the Tsunuyim that said that the owner of the Kerem Revoi, like Toysva says, not in the year of Shemitah, should make a declaration at night that if someone stole, no, I'm not, not going to support his act of thievery, but I don't want him to violate on top of being a ganav, eating kerem revoy. It is Rabdaisi that kihecha in order, kihecha do mishnah For you not to have, again, what was the whole kash in the beginning? Rabbi Yechanan Paskins like a Stam Mishnah. Ravina said, I would have said, this goes back to the parentheses on Amadalif. That you know when Rabbi Yechanan says halachic is Mishnah, if the halacha that's written stam in a Mishnah is not only das yachid, I would have given that answer. But whenever there is a stam Mishnah that is only recording the shita of one Tana, I would have said that Rabbi Yechanan during the daf ayin kistam That would have been my answer. But, but now that Rabbi Yechanan says that Tsunuyim v'Rabdoisa Amru Davar Echad, what does that prove? That the Tsunuyim is not Rabdoisa. You understand? If the Tsunuyim would have been the sheet of the Tana Rabdoisa, Rabbi Yechanan would have said, Man Tsunuyim Rabdoisa. He didn't say that. He says Tsunuyim v'Rabdoisa, they say the same opinion. So now we see that Tsunuyim are not only recording Das Yachid, they are recording also a Das of another Tana. It's the Tsunuyim and Abdoisa. So now we're back to the question. So now it's clear that this Mishnah's Taka Paskening Stam Mishnah, that even though something is not in Yerushos, you could be Magdashit, and you could be Mafkarit, and you could redeem it. Taka Stam Mishnah. Elamad, there is a Stam Mishnah of Akama that holds the opposite. Hagoynif Menagana, Fatim Menakefu. And Abiyechanan, because of his Siyua from a Pasik, the Ishki Yagdish, as Beisha Kodesh Lashem, he paskins like the Stam Mishnah of Akama. And with this, we conclude the Sugya that Abiyechanan again holds that when a person steals an article, the Ganav cannot be Magdashit. It's not Shaloi. And the Balabas cannot be Magdashit because if it's not in your possession, let's word it like this your ownership is impaired. It's not fully yours, and therefore you cannot go ahead and declare it Hegdish. Shemir to be continued.